Welcome to the Get Clear with Crystal Ware podcast, the place where we get clear on our goals, own our worth, and learn to be the CEOs of our own lives. I'm your host, Crystal Ware, lawyer and former Fortune 500 corporate leader who found the confidence to say goodbye to a lucrative career and start my own business. Now I'm opening up the playbook and sharing everything I've learned to get you there faster. It may not be easy, but it will always be worth it because you are made for more. So put on your big girl pants, jump on board, and let's reach for the stars. Are you ready to get clear? Welcome back to another solo episode with me, your host, Crystal Ware. And today I'm going to talk about something super personal, something that has affected me pretty much my whole life and something I know affects a lot of my friends and colleagues as well. And it's the label of being loud or bossy or pushy. I used to wear this as sort of a badge of honor, like she's just kind of bitchy or she's kind of hard to deal with sometimes. She's very bossy. She wants things her own way. And it never really bothered me until I realized and was reading a, um, you know, a, a study about this on performance appraisals and assertiveness, okay? Because there's a big difference in the language we use when it comes to women's personalities and men's personalities and how we take that and how we use that and how we let it affect us either consciously or subconsciously can make a huge difference. But when I read in the study that women received negative personality criticism, such as being called bossy or told to watch their tone in 75% of performance reviews, whereas men rarely received criticism on that front, and women received two and a half times the amount of feedback on aggressive communication styles with phrases such as, your speaking style is off-putting. How can you change your speaking style? And that women are often described as abrasive far more than men are. That is really difficult to work with, right? And I have experienced that myself. And I was lucky enough that in many cases, um, the people around me, the people I worked for and with did realize that my assertiveness, my pushiness, my um, aggressive tone, if you want to call it that at times, was reflective of the amount I cared. I cared about what I was saying. I cared about the result of what we were talking about. And I wanted to make sure that I was being heard. In some cases, it was also because people would want me to change my opinion and I was not going to do that. Um, if I had a strong opinion about something, I was going to let you know. I still will let you know. Um, but when we think about the words that are used, abrasive, aggressive, bossy, loud, these have negative connotations. These are not positive qualities that you want written down about you. And the fact that you have a voice, that you had an opinion, that you had something to say, doesn't make you negative. There are many ways that we can turn those negative connotations into positive. And one of the simplest, easiest ways to turn that in to a positive is by saying you're being assertive. Assertive has a fairly neutral connotation. But women have to deal with this 
far more than men, okay? And in, in many instances, it can be a hindrance. Many of these qualities are things that men are lauded for, that men are promoted for, that men would never have a side conversation. They would never be pulled to the side and say, hey, you came across too strongly during that meeting. Hey, you were too aggressive towards us in that meeting. It would just come off as somebody who was strong, who was confident. And in many cases, it makes men, you know, come across as an expert, as knowledgeable. And for women, it's threatening. So how do we break free from that? How do we get away from that? How do we own our voice to turn it into empowering traits? One, if you get this feedback, you need to talk to somebody about it, okay? You need to explain why these are not negative traits, that these are not negative things about you. It's unfortunate. It doesn't seem fair that we have to do this, but in oftentimes, it is what it is. And to make sure that everybody is on the same playing field, it's just, in my opinion, easier to go and talk to somebody about it. If it comes up in your review, there are ways to discuss that and use these kind of buzzwords and shift the narrative back to positive. But you need to be prepared for that. You need to understand, you have need to have self-reflection and self-awareness that these are things that may come up for you. This, this doesn't apply to everybody. I mean, I, I have friends that are certainly much more mild manner in their way that they speak and the way that they come across than I am. I have, you know, a very mild-mannered good friend who is a, 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 a VP of a, a billion-dollar company. And um, she actually has the opposite problem. Um, she's very quiet, but she also carries a big stick. So <laughs> I always tell people, don't, don't, be, don't be fooled. Um, her quiet voice and reserved nature, uh, she is, uh, you know, a dog out there. She will get things done. She will stake her place. She will uh, have a strong opinion. Um, but she just doesn't, she isn't as prone to the negative com- commentary as um, maybe somebody like I am. And so we need to think about it in those ways. We need to take it and own our voice. We don't need to shy away. If at times we have um, conflict or other circumstances where, um, you know, you have to be more aggressive, you have to stand your ground, you have to get out there and negotiate, you have to push forward. These are positive traits, okay? Like I said early on, this means that you care in many instances. This means that you are not going to be pushed over. If you are in, you know, a litigator, if you are negotiating, if you are um, making deals, working in M&A, if you are advocating for somebody in whatever aspect it is as a patient advocate at a hospital or as a sales provider, a vendor for some your client, and you have to advocate um, with internally with the company, you may have to be boisterous. You might have to get lively. And speaking up for other people, these are great qualities to have. So you need to own your voice. You need to see that you're not too loud. You have something to say. You're not too bossy. You are a strong person with an opinion and a thought 
and expertise and knowledge, and you're trying to push that forward for the best result for your client, for your company, for yourself. You're not too loud. You just have something to say. And maybe other people are not hearing you or are trying to talk over you or want you to change your opinion to what they want. These are wonderful qualities and it's just about changing the narrative. It starts from within. It starts from being confident and okay with your personality and the way that you handle things and not letting people talk down or turn these into negatives. These things can certainly come up in a a review with your manager, with other people. And, you know, right or wrong, we cannot, you know, as much as we talk about it and want to go and change the narratives across the, the world, you know, that's for HR to determine. HR has to work on it. People are making attempts to get out there and change that. But we can only control what, with, what is within our scope. That is how we interact with other people and how we view and see ourselves. And once we buy into that, once we start owning the negative of these words that are used about us, then it changes the scope and perspective of what you push out to the world. So when you reframe how you see yourself, the world will also reframe. There will be a mirror reflecting back to you. So we need to own our voice. We need to own our opinions. And of course, we need to do it in a respectful way, right? I I personally don't think that getting a little bit loud or animated when you're talking should be viewed as negative. Um, But certainly your word choice, exactly what level of voice you're using, the tone, how high you're going, how if you are becoming argumentative, you know, you you always have to keep that professional. You have to keep that dialed in, um, whether we're talking at work, whether we're talking with friends, whether we're talking with our spouse. So at the end of the day, women in the workplace, women in general in life, you know, what we want to see, especially if we're high achievers, wanting to accomplish something, working in teams, you know, we really need to be competent, but also warm. And that is the difficulty in the perception and when we're using and when we're being subjected to these kind of terminologies of abrasive, aggressive, bossy, loud, bitchy. It's it's really hard to sometimes hold that line as a woman. So how do you do that? You know, by showing smiles sometimes, by showing that you can do other things, by being friendly, but most importantly, in your everyday work environment, how you treat people, how you talk to them, that you show that you are fair, honest, principled, and loyal. No one is ever going to think that, you know, you're hard and negative if you're doing those things. So it can be really difficult, but it starts with owning it, not allowing other people to make a judgment of you that you take into yourself and that that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, essentially. You own your voice. You have something to say. You are knowledgeable. You are an expert. You are a good employee. You are a amazing mom, career person, boss, babe. So speak up. Don't let your light shine, be dimmed. Don't hold yourself back because of fear of what other people are saying. And realize that 
while it is up to us to shape our persona and shape the perspective of who we are, it's also up to society to not hold us to unrealistic standards. Okay. Um, and the the whole reason I started thinking about this was catching a clip in The Diplomat on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, it's amazing. And I believe it was in episode three where they talk about uh, needing somebody that can be held up for the VP position that's assertive, but not bitchy, cute, but not bitchy. And, and going on and on into these, you know, descriptors about what kind of person they're looking at in almost a joking way, because it is totally and utterly unrealistic, the standards that they hold people up to, especially women in leadership positions. So it is really incumbent upon us to make the switch, to own who we are, to keep the power for ourselves and to not be swayed by uh, these terminologies and to call people out if you see it being done. Not just call it out if you're seeing it being done for yourself, but also on others. There is a way that you can subtly work into conversation with other people and talk about that. If you hear a colleague saying, you know, so-and-so is so good at their job, but gosh, they're just so pushy on how they do things. And you can counter it by saying, are they or do they really care about what they're doing? Are they really just trying to look out for the best interests of others? Maybe they just have a strong opinion on that perspective. And you can tamper down when you hear other people talking about it in this way. That is a great way to change the culture, change the overall view and spread that out. And it really doesn't take that much time. But what you really can control is you and how you behave and how you view yourself. So do not let your light be dimmed. Do not shrink away. You have something to say. You take up as much room as you want and feel comfortable doing it. You are not too loud. You have something to say. You are not too bossy. You are strong. You are not bitchy. You are assertive because you care. So make those switches. Start using better language about yourself and about other people and know that what you have to offer and all that you bring while it may make other people feel uncomfortable, that's because they have a problem, not you, okay? Live it, love it, be you. Until next time, keep getting clear. I'm your host, Crystal Ware, bringing you tips and amazing guests to help you figure out how to get clear on your life, to increase your self-worth so you can increase your net worth. We'll be back next time. Thanks for listening in. If you loved what you heard, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with your friends. Tag us on social media so we can give you a big shout out. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you want more, head on over to the website where you can learn all about what we do to serve and support our entire community. Until next time, keep dreaming big and getting clear. You are made for more. So start living like it today.